Hey everybody, Nicole here from Hair of the Dog. Welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. Today we are talking with Heather Lautnan and we are going to be talking about a huge investment that she made in herself and her business and what had to happen for her to make that possible. If you've ever second-guessed investing in yourself, you're going to want to listen to this conversation. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Begley. And we're here once again with my good friend, Heather Lautnan. Hello, Heather. Hey, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to share this topic today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I can't wait either. Now, just in case, just in case this is the first time someone is like tuning in and hearing Heather and Nicole, it's like, who's Heather? Heather runs a Flourish Academy. She is also the main coach running our Elevate program, the Hair of the Dog and Flourish Academy Elevate. And um, man, you have had some incredible successes in that program and nothing makes me happier, literally nothing than seeing my students, now our students, like just rocket and hit these goals that they're so excited for. Thank you so much, my friend. And I owe so much of this to you because if if someone is listening and we haven't met, I have money issues. <laughs> I have a lot of issues. Actually, go back on the podcast. Like, if I were going to tell you all of the episodes where we talked about like money mindset and some of Heather's money issues from the Hermes bag that's thirty five thousand dollars, twenty seven, thirty five, thirty five. $35,000. Not the one she didn't buy an Hermes bag. Somebody else did and sent her into a tizzy. So we Mm. had an emergency SOS. Um, But we've had lots and lots of conversations about money. And as a general rule, well, actually, we even had one about the different money archetypes, which was something Denise Duffield Thomas did. And um, were you an accumulator? I am absolutely yeah. an accumulator. Okay. And I am a romantic, which means I like to spend money. <laughs> I like to save money. I like to save it. I like to hoard it. I like to look at it. I don't like to spend it. I am typically coming from a place of lack or scarcity. And the good news is, actually, there's two things that are promising here. Number one is I recognized this years ago, and I've been working on it for years. I've been working on this for years. That's the first thing. And secondly is a few months ago, I had a major, major, I can't state this enough, major breakthrough when it comes to money. And again, I just have to give credit where credit is due. You have been standing beside me through this for almost a decade. I mean, you have been supportive and encouraging and you, but also in my face and (laughs) A loving way. <laughs> and it's been so helpful to just have someone as steady as you and as patient because it has taken me a little while. Is there anything in the past year, we're going to talk about this big investment you just made in yourself. Um, but before we do, mm-hmm. is there anything, because I've noticed the shifts and they, they're incremental. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, and this happens this way for people that are in their business and maybe they're having their first sale and they can't picture having a $3,000 sale, but they're like, I can get around $500. So you have that ladder of believability, right? Um, 
So you start off a little bit less of like, okay, I can spend a little money here. I spent a little money there. I mean, I remember, stand by. I remember when your car died. Oh this my was gosh. not that long ago. And you were losing your mind. I lost you know, my I- mind. That was a year ago, a year and a few months. And I I mean, I really lost my mind. I was sitting on my front porch calling you crying. And it, I was crying. It, it wasn't out of expectation. I mean, your car, like my car, was very old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we all knew this was coming. This was coming. And when it all was said and done, there were... There was actually no issue here. I got a new car. I paid cash for a new car. I love my car. It it was like the perfect thing. Everything worked out very easily and quickly. And so all of the arm waving and the dramatics, yeah, it was for nothing. (laughs) Is there something specific during your past couple years that you're like, oh, that was the moment of the shift or has it Mm. been these incremental adjustments? It's absolutely been incremental in testing things, um, you know, investing in myself and my business in small increments and maybe some even slightly larger increments and realizing that I won't die. So I'm in fact still living. Um, proving and you to myself. have a roof over your head. Uh, yeah, I'm not homeless. Yeah. Exactly. Do you believe this? Yeah. I'm clothed and with a home. And so, yeah, I think that. It's definitely incremental. So um, you and I were talking about this recently, this idea of micro versus macro shifts. Mm. So over the past couple of years with your help and dedication, honestly, I say you were dedicated to my growth, is that I had many, many micro shifts. But what happened a few months ago was absolutely a pivotal macro turning point for me, huge not just because of what I did, but because of the way I felt about it and the way I managed my emotions around it. So yeah, both, I guess, to answer your question. I love that distinction because that micro versus macro changes. I mean, that applies to all of us in our photography business, learning our photography craft, increasing your money mindset, learning to be more organized, learning a second language, whatever, whatever it is, this is applying to everything. So if you guys are listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't care about Heather's conversation about how she invested in herself. You guys, this is all comes around. We're not sitting in this podcast just to like yap about, I don't know, whatever Money. The is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's all in a place to help you. So hopefully you guys can see that. And with that, I guess it's time. Well, actually, let's go back. Let's go back before we jump into this new um, investment you made in yourself. Let's go back to, I don't even know what year it was, 2019, 2018, when I was in a higher level coaching program. At the time, it was the most I had paid yet for an education experience, which was somewhere on the par of $12,000 a year. It was it was 13 because it was 1100 a month. It was 2018. And I thought you were legitimately crazy. And I'm like, no, Heather, it's really, really good. So I don't know if you do this, but I do this anytime I'm presented with educational um, opportunities. And that is I quickly calculate my return on investment in that at the time, my main product in my business that I was selling my education wise, because this was a, um, a a coaching program for running online businesses. And at the time I was selling that for a thousand dollars. And I'm like, Will being part of this program for the next year help me sell and help 
12 additional pet photographers? Um, I think that's probably a really easy yes. Of course. <laughs> so then it became a complete no-brainer for me. Like there was not even uh, a skip of hesitation. So when I told you this, what started to go through your brain? Okay, I want to say first, this is further proof that you are several years ahead of me because you asked yourself a very empowering question. Yeah. And at that time, I was asking myself disempowering questions. So where you're sitting there saying, how will this investment help me grow my business? I'm asking myself, how can I afford this? Mm. Which the quality sounds, of the questions yep. we ask determine the quality of our life. Sounds like an innocent question, doesn't it? Like, I'm just asking, how can I afford that? Well, yeah, we need to back up. I wasn't even at that point. When you told me what you had invested, um, I laughed at you and I said, you're crazy. I love you. You're crazy. Go for it. Let me know how it goes. Teach me everything you learn. Of course, I was supportive. But I remember telling Craig, you won't believe what Nicole did. (laughs) She invested all this money. So you were in that group. Was it a full year? Uh, It might have been like six months at that point. Yeah. And I started to see what that was doing for you. And you just kept encouraging me to consider it. So when you first brought it up to me, that was like a hard pass. There is no way I will never do that. That's crazy. About six months in, I was like, huh, I wonder. Then we went because they had, um, so James Wedmore is the, my, online business coach. And so he has a program for online business, which is just like a standalone program. And so this was the next level coaching called next level coaching program. And so you and I were going to the BBD live event, which was the free event he does for his students of the course. And there, that oh, was yeah, it. I was, I had a breakthrough of the year. I was presenting at that one. You did. And then, yes. And so you came with me and even there, they're talking about it. And you're like, no, 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 no. no. I will never do that. No, no, yeah. no. And then you got home. Well, actually what happened was, up. yeah, that was January of 2019. And what happened was they, they give you these like free 15 minute laser coaching sessions. And I was with coach Nikki and it was, it was the way they sell in the, into next level. And I met with her on the side and she asked me a couple of questions that were like, whoa, I could see the benefit of working with a coach. Mm -hmm. So between your encouragement, the moves you were making, and that 15 or so minutes with Nikki, I came home and I was like, well, I mean, I wanted to spend more time with you in that context, us working together. And and that provided that opportunity. And I, I had this feeling that investing in myself was a, I I mean, I believe in me. So this is a good move, right? I, I was still oh my gosh, there was still a lot of fear and hesitation because that would, that was the most money I had ever spent on anything. And it was at the time it was 13,000. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're on the payment plan. So it's like mm-hmm. 11,000 a year or 11 month, 1100 a month. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Although you still left that event and you were like, no, correct. And you ended up talking to somebody else, Jasmine or something. I think it was Jasmine. I think it was. I did um, a coaching call. It actually may have been Nikki again, because I I worked with both of them a few times. And oh my gosh, they're so good at working with your limiting beliefs and your objections. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried to play the card. This is so funny. This is embarrassing. Why am I telling this story? I tried to play the card of like, oh, I need to check with my husband. And she's like, well, what would you, what, 
what do you anticipate your husband will say? And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's fully supportive of everything he's going to say. Whatever you think, go for it. And she said, okay, so why do you need to check with him? Like, busted. (laughs) (laughs) And and I kind of had the feeling when I got off the call, yeah, I'm going to do this. But there was still, I still had fear. I still had hesitation. And I'm I'm telling you this to contrast with what I am about to share mm-hmm. and how differently I felt with my my more recent investment and how I, I've just come to this place of belief and understanding the importance of belief and investing in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, with coaching or courses or whatever it is you think you need to take to the next level and not just trying to do everything yourself because that's not even any fun. Like why not get help? You know? No. Yeah. That takes way too long and it's not enjoyable. Right. Um, right. What was your fear around you? Because you said you were fearful still of investing, but you knew you believed in yourself. So it wasn't because I hear a lot of people that are, you know, maybe fearful to invest because they're not trusting themselves to finish something. Correct. Or that they do it. Yeah. So I, I trusted myself to do the work. So yep. yeah, I have, I've heard that as well. People are like, well, I don't, I don't trust myself to do it. Okay. I definitely trusted myself to do that. I didn't have the belief that it would work for me. Mm. You know, that like, oh, that worked for Nicole. Your business is so special. Okay. Right. I'm some stupid <laughs> snowflake. Right. Yeah. No, it makes no sense. Like it works for everybody else, but me, like how ridiculous this just goes to show you how, how much the quality of my thoughts and questions have shifted in the last two years, mm-hmm. truly, because it was just not asking good questions. It was still coming from a place of fear and scarcity. And what if this doesn't work for me? Because now I'm at the point where everything works for me. That's my belief. Yeah. Everything I do always just works for me. Well, and these questions too, we talk about this and I think people expect like, I am actually right sitting outside saying or saying aloud to myself, Hey, Nicole, what will your return be? Like these aren't necessarily verbal questions. This is just the chatter that's going on quietly in the back of your head, which is preventing you from moving forward that you may or may not even realize is there. That Oh, that's absolutely it. So the first thing is, could you do a thought download and just write down everything that's spinning in your head? Mm-hmm. Because probably it's either a series of disempowering questions, mm-hmm. which you should never leave a question unanswered in your brain. It's a dangerous it place won't. for well, your brain won't leave it on question. No, it's going to answer it. Right. So, right. Yeah. If you're asking yourself <laughs> bad questions, your brain's going to be like, oh yeah, I guess well, if that's what you say. Okay. Then that's where we're going. But exactly right. So it's, yeah. it's either you're asking it disempowering questions or you're thinking disempowering statements. And actually, as I share about this investment I made, I do have a series of questions that I want to share in a, in a okay, moment yeah, here. We'll do that. After. Yeah. With what I asked myself that propelled me to a new destination in this regard. Okay. I love it. I love it. So that was 2019. Now we fast forward. It is 2023, although it was the end of 2022, where I saw a new version of Heather (laughs) that I had never seen before. Nobody had, not even me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Tell us, tell us what happened. Okay. So I started looking at some courses to take. I had some money I wanted to invest in education before the end of the year. I love to learn, by the way. And investing in education and courses and books is my favorite thing on the planet. So somebody had asked me about my budget for the remainder of the year for education. This was in October. And I said, hmm, 
I could I probably $2000. I could probably spend about $2000 by the end of the year. So I'm looking for a program or something. Um I'm not exactly sure what yet, but I'm really interested in marketing and a variety of other topics. So, I'm just kicking around some ideas and <laughs> what happened was I invested a couple hundred dollars in a live training that I attended, which is sort of the catalyst to mm-hmm. this investment. So um, it was called Life Coach Live with Brooke Castillo. And it was, she had it in person, but it was also available online. I think they were in Phoenix, but I did Were you in her, you were in her scholars program prior to that though. So Um, you- I had just joined. Uh-huh. I had okay. just joined Self Coaching Scholars. It's two ninety seven a month. It's a great resource. I was loving the material. So at that same, and I'm new to her world. Like I mm-hmm. was not following her much previously. And I jump into Scholars and I get the information about Life Coach Live. And it was right before it was happening, which is just one of the many reasons I did not go to Phoenix. But I was like, it was only a couple hundred dollars, maybe one ninety seven, for this live training, and I thought, oh, well, that's like no brainer, that's nothing, and I like what she's putting together. Mm-hmm. So this life coach live, I'll do it. Okay, so I signed up for it. What I did not realize was that there was not going to be a replay for this three day intensive over a weekend. Not, over a weekend, and I typically don't work on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and when I found out that there was no replay. Um, at first I was like, man, why would, why would she not have a replay? But then I started to understand the strategy as it unfolded, which is you're going to show up and be present Mm -hmm. much, much more than you would. And you may not even watch the replay. How many of us sign up for something and never watch the replay? Right. And she knows that they know, they know these stats. So they're like, Hey, guess what? No replay. So I was like, Whoa. So I said to my husband, Hey, I signed up for this training. I didn't realize it was no replay. So I'm going to block it off and I'm going to do it. And it was um, because they were were in a different time zone. It was like 11 a.m. Eastern to like 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern. That's a long Zoom day. It was, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and over the weekend, so I knew this was going to be a struggle for my attention span. But I, re- I was just really interested in it. So um, I went through it and I was loving, loving it. Okay, I fully understood there would be a pitch for something during this event because she has a program for certification for her life coach school. And when I went into this training, uh, I, I knew about it, but I was not not the least bit interested at that point. Yeah, I would even venture to say, not only were you not the least bit interested, you were actually adamant, like, I do not need to do this. No, 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 no. I'm not ever doing this. That's insane. I had some really strong feelings. And I did. Yeah. Almost as strong as the Hermes purse. Not quite that strong. Pretty close. Pretty close. There were a couple things. So Brooke's personality is very forward and abrasive. And sometimes I'm into that and sometimes I'm not so much. And I know I had expressed to you like, oh my gosh, this is just too over the top for me. And I like the material, but she's, she's pretty aggressive, which I (laughs) I simultaneously love and hate. So I had conflicting feelings about that, but I knew her program for life coaching was really expensive. By the way, I already have a certification as a life coach. So I feel very qualified in my coaching and teaching, especially in photography. I've been in it 20 years. So I didn't feel like a was missing anything. And I just thought, oh, this is just fun to learn. But she had this training and it was called um, Turning Desires into Decisions. So this was a brilliant marketing move, by the way. She's teaching this about you desire something in your life. So I'm thinking of our photographer friends. 
mm-hmm. who love puppies and they love photography. And maybe they have a corporate job and they want to leave that and they want to make money. So they have this desire. And it's and it's probably pretty strong. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience with our pet friends. So they have this desire and this training was all about taking that desire and just making a decision. And I mean, I was eating this up. And at the end of this particular training, so this was the second day in towards the end of the day, here comes the pitch for getting certified with the life coach school. And I started to tune out, but I'm, I actually, to be honest, Nicole, I was listening from like our perspective. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Like sales and marketing. Uh Like, this is so fascinating. I was probably even voxering you. This is so fascinating the way this, this pitch has turned. And I know at this point, I don't know that I knew this before or to what degree, I can't remember, that it was $18,000. And I thought that was hilarious because <laughs> like is $18,000 on, you know, certification for, okay, whatever, but this is interesting. So I'm listening to the pitch and I'm thinking about my desire and my education and my training. <laughs> and I started to feel this shift and I was like, oh, Heather, no. <laughs> but in my head was like, I want this oh my gosh, why do I want this? I don't need this. I really want this. No, you don't. Yes, I do. And it's, and I'm having this moment of like, but that's $18,000. Keep in mind, I have a $2,000 budget for the remainder of the year, Um, which this is further proof of when people give you their budget. mm, I don't know if you should totally believe them on that number. (laughs) Yeah. I never ask clients what their budget is. Because that's just, yeah, not the greatest question. So, um, and then she started talking about all the benefits. And one of the benefits is having access, not only to her material for a lifetime, but licensing access. So I could take what I'm learning and use it in in our businesses. I could teach it. I could use it with our coaching clients. And I love her model. I love the structure of it. And so my brain started to say, well, if I was going to buy this, it would be because I want to license it because I want to have the ability to teach it. It's so good. And I, I, oh my gosh, it started this, it was Saturday night. Uh, you weren't around or, um, available. Yeah, no. Yeah. You were voxering me, but I wasn't, I might've been at a horse show or something. Yeah, probably. And I, and so I was, and I knew I had to figure this out for myself. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not asking Nicole to make my decisions for me. Just I trust her. Calling me for permission. No. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I just want to, like I like to kick, yeah, Yeah. kick the tires with you. So I'm talking within probably a few hours, maybe not even. I had gone from adamantly opposed eighteen thousands craziest thing I ever heard to how can I make this work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which also quickly. is an incredible question instead of how can I, you know, like, oh, I can't afford it just to go to how can I afford this? How can I make this work? You know, because often anything we want in life, whether it is a horse, a course, I need something else that rhymes with uh, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> a car, whatever it is, a vacation. Usually, if we really want it, there are ways to afford it. We might have to make decisions on if we want that versus something else more or if we're going to wait for some other thing that we had planned. Like You might have to make some decisions, but I think that's one of the most empowering questions you can ask. Well, yeah, and it worked because I wanted to turn my desire into a decision. So you know I hate debt. I had $11,000 in cash in my photography 
savings account, business savings account. So I was like, I need, I just need seven more thousand dollars and mm-hmm. have it, you know, and I don't want to put it on my credit, my business credit card, um, meaning I don't want to make payments on it. I just went, oh, also found out at the same time that the payment plan was seven payments of 3000 which makes it 21000 And there was right. absolutely no way I was doing that. That was like, to me, that was like throwing money away. I'd rather figure out something different. Right. And so then I'm like, oh, I could get a new credit card. I could put it on a business credit card. I could use those miles. I could pay it off. Like I started doing some incredible mental gymnastics. <laughs> You did call me for a credit card consult. You're like, hey, if I have a big charge. What credit card should I open to get a whole bunch of sign up bonus points? I'm like, cool, I got you covered. <laughs> and I did. We both got bonus points as a result of this. And so I'm definitely improving my questions, but I'm still, I'm still, I, I mean, spending a little bit and just trying to get to a, um, a better, faster result. Because here's what I was thinking. I was like, I know I want to do this. I know I'm going to do this. How can I make this work? And then I, and then this was what came to me next. I am not going to view this as a payment of $18,000 out the door. I'm not going to view this as an expense. I am viewing this as I am going to generate $180,000 from this investment in myself. Oh, period. Exit. Done. Yeah. So this was like not a question. This was like, for, the first question was, how can I make this work? And then shortly after that, I dropped into this belief that this is, this is an investment that is going to multiply. And right after that thought was like, I'm not kidding you. This, this was pivotal, pivotal, pay attention moment for me. I'm going to make a million dollars in my business in one year. Like I said it with such certainty and belief. And I've got to tell you, I credit that to that training because she helped all of us step into that belief. Mm. Like it had never occurred to me. This was a weekend in November, mid-November. Prior to that weekend, it had never occurred to me that there was the possibility that I could make a million dollars. Like that's was not on my right. Multiple six figures. Sure. I could believe that mm-hmm. never occurred to me. She gave me, she has something she teaches called the possibility formula. And in the possibility formula, I just put a million dollars on the radar. Like it had never been there before. So that, that thought combined with, oh, and I'm also going to multiply this $18,000 investment and then asking myself the fault. So Okay, this is all sort of coming together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The question then was, um, was talking to my future self, sort of in a weird way. <laughs> but I was like, if I'm making, let me rephrase, when I am making a million dollars a year in my business, will this $18,000 investment even matter? And it was an instant mm-hmm. no. It's nothing. That is nothing compared to that number. And I applied for the credit card. I swiped it. I purchased it. Like, boom, done. In. Yeah. Well, and you even sent to them because you wanted, it takes like, you know, a week to apply for the credit card, get the credit card to use it, but you didn't want to pay for the payment plan. So I remember you saying, I'm like, just ask them. I'm sure they'll be fine with that. Where you're like, hey, can I pay a down payment? I'd like to pay in full, but you know, I need like a week, you know, and that probably happens quite often because I know even... I have my business savings account and my personal savings account are on online banks because they have better interest rate. So sometimes it takes a couple of days to transfer the money to my main checking account. So I'm sure they get those types of requests often for a big ticket item like that. So, yeah, it was, I, no I, I did. <laughs> this is so interesting you say that because I forgot about this component is that 
um, some people can't get past a certain point to even ask the question. Mm. So they just write it off as not even a possibility. So what I did was I, because the, um, the doors were closing, like it was only open these right. two days. So the remaining two days of that workshop. So I said to them, Hey, can I start with a payment plan and then switch to a full pay as long as I pay within the first month? And they were like, absolutely. I said, great. Thank you. So I used my current business credit card, got my new one and then boom, done. Part of this training actually got me to this point of like, she calls this living in the miserable maybe when you're not making Mm. decisions Mm -hmm. and how awful that feels when you have a desire but you're not sure that you can make it work or you're lacking belief or you're not taking action to get answers because you think something isn't even possible for you. Like it doesn't even occur you to raise your hand. Well, it's that, or could it also be the, like the, I forget the saying, but essentially like the misery that we know is more comfortable than reaching for what we really want and failing. The uncertainty of the unknown, right? Yeah. yeah. The, that it, you feel safer. So a lot of her training, oh, I'm telling you, Nicole, this was <laughs> executed so brilliantly. <laughs> the way they, they stacked the training was, it was very helpful and useful, but then it played right into their offer, which was just so strategic. But she talked about, you know, the power of decisions and taking action now and also giving yourself a guarantee on the risk. So I gave, I gave myself the guarantee of like, I'm going to make $180,000 from this investment period. Like that's what that I am going to invest in me because I believe in myself. Okay. You could invest in the stock market right now. (laughs) I don't know if I believe in that. But I don't know how much, right, right. I don't know how much (laughs) I believe in that, but I know that I believe in me and I believe that I'm going to show up. So giving yourself your own guarantee on the risk. I don't need a money back guarantee from the life coach school from you for anyone. I don't need that because I'm going to assume the risk myself and give myself my own guarantee. So that was one way of looking at it. Another thing was, you know, I I know I wanted to do it at, at the point that I got to when I said, yes, I want to do this. And I asked myself, what's the only thing holding you back here? And the only response I could come up with was fear. And so then I asked myself, Heather, do we make good decisions based on fear? No. (laughs) Like, you know, you want to do this. Just figure out how to make, certainly there was um, a nervousness, a rapid heart rate, Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of things going on. I mean, this, this didn't come without some discomfort in my growth, but something really, really interesting happened the following morning. So this was a Saturday night when I made this decision and, and then we had Sunday training left. I woke up Sunday morning and you know how you have this moment of a, like consciousness, but you haven't really opened your eyes. Yeah. You're like barely wet. Yeah. My very first waking thought was I'm going to be rich. It yeah. was not what have I done? Right. Or, oh my gosh, I need to think this through. This is scary. There was zero hesitation or concern. It was such certainty. Well, I would venture to say, had you made that purchase three or five years ago, A, you probably wouldn't have. But if you did, you would have had a different thought in the morning, which would have been, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah, for sure. So 
if somebody's out there and they're like, you know, they're, they're working through, they're where you were back in 2019 with investing in that program. And they kind of go back and forth and they're like, ah, oh, God, I know it's going to be helpful, but oh, it's still really scary. And then they wake up the next day and they get into that fear. What's the best question they can ask themselves to get out of that fear and move back and focus again on why they made that decision. Yeah. You could ask yourself, what am I excited about? Like, obviously you made the decision because you were excited about something. So you can choose your thoughts and we're always going to have these negative thoughts that happen automatically. That's like, because you have a human brain. So when that comes up, you just ask yourself, you know, the opposite thought of this is like, no, I'm actually really excited about this. It's natural to feel, you know, some hesitation. That's fine. You know, don't like, don't beat yourself up over it, but then ask yourself, how can I get excited about this? How can I get it? I am excited about this. This That's why I did this. Like you did this for a reason, you know, okay. I want to just do a slight parallel here. When you talk to a client on the phone, maybe a consultation and you tell them your pricing, let's say you're an IPS photographer and your minimum package is three grand, $3,000. Yep. And um, the client says, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, that's way more than I thought. That's way out of my budget. A great question to ask is, oh, what were you thinking you would like to spend? Because they didn't call you thinking they were going to spend zero. Right. They had something in mind. So you don't have to you don't have to bridge the gap to 3000. You have to bridge the gap from where they thought they were going to be, let's say it's 1500 to 3000. So, you know, just asking yourself a better positioning yourself. How can I position myself better or m- more productively or where I feel better? I just I woke up and I was like I'm going to be rich. I'm going to figure this out. If you truly believed you could figure out your camera, you could figure out pricing and the website and the marketing, and you could get clients if you truly believed there was a line of people out the door that you were in demand. It's just a matter of making it work and that and it can actually be fun. Like this is fun for me. And it's light and it's easy and it doesn't have to feel crushing. And trust me when I say it previously felt crushing to me. I have been in the crushing moments where I right. can't believe I'm spending this money. But I came up with, and I'd like to share these if that's okay, four questions, four questions. I wrote these down after this happened that I now ask myself when I'm considering a big investment. Oh, I love it. All right, let's do it. Okay. The first question is, how will I grow as a person? So I'm, and notice that my questions are not yes or no. They're Mm -hmm. open-ended. How will I grow as, I'm assuming I'm going to grow as a person. How will I grow as a person? Number two, what will I learn that I can share with others or teach others because I love sharing things that, you know, you know this, when I pick up something new, I'm instantly calling you like, oh my gosh, Nicole, you have to see this. You have to see this. Look at this. Right, right. You're, you're excited. Number three is I ask myself, how can I apply this to elevate or my one-to-one clients? How can I apply this to elevate or my one-to-one clients? And then four, oh, this is a good question what will be the ripple impact of this investment on both myself and those around me? Oh, because when I build my million dollar business, there will be an impact on my family Mm -hmm. and it will be amazing. There will be an impact on generations probably beyond me that I can't even see. I am assuming that I will, I can create this impact because I believe in me. And by the way, 
If you have doubts, you go into a program, maybe it's Elevate, and you're like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work for me. You know, I don't know. And you look around and you're like, oh, God, you're comparing yourself to everybody else. And where they're at and how they're Mm -hmm. doing. Here's the thing. No matter what training I purchase, I always, always make sure that those four questions, that criteria, criteria, they're always met. I don't hope that I'm going to check these boxes. I look for and I find what I need to make it happen. 100% belief. I will always get what I came for. I will always multiply my investment. I am not looking at it as an expense out the door. Mm -hmm. It is investment because I believe in me. And I just wonder if one of the reasons people don't invest in themselves is because they just don't believe that they could do it or that they'll get the results. But what if you did? Right. Right. Well, and here's another piece of that too, is that would you have gone through the program, spent the time and energy applying yourself as you have? Because I know you've been working really hard on this. If it was given to you. (laughs) Absolutely not. So, you know, your, your amount of investment the number, that number is actually really important. So if I went on something like Udemy and I spent $11 on a coach certification, which they do have, you might pick up a few things, but you're not going to watch it. You're not going to be invested in it. But when you drop (laughs) $18,000, believe me, you are going to show up. And so, you know, um, what does James say? He says the transformation is in the transaction. Yes. That's what he says. And a couple of weeks after making this transaction, I was watching the training and it just it just shifted everything for me and my emotional management and my thoughts. And I said, I think I said this to you, but I also said it to my husband. I was like, if I stopped here, that would have been worth $18,000 to me. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm already even. I'm already even. Anything from here forward is just bonus. Now, I want to add to this. Something really interesting and unexpected happened when I made this investment. I started showing up a little more boldly in in Elevate and on my podcast and my marketing. And I signed several new one-on-one clients as a result Mm -hmm. of this move. It's not because I all of a sudden had all this new knowledge because I'm still learning. It was because I dropped into a belief that I can help you get results and I believe in you to get results. And you think I can share this number? You think this is, yeah. I think so. This is a safe place. Okay. Is this appropriate? Yeah. I mean, it's Uh, only just broadcast out to whoever wants to download it, but it's fine. But it's fine. (laughs) So I have recurring revenue in my business. So that's money that I can, you know, expect is going to come in every month. So I, I had this one-on-one offering and I was, I was talking about it here and there, but Once I made this decision, I was like really next level with just my presence around it. And I have generated since then, so it's been um, two and a half months, $50,000 in unexpected revenue in my business. 50,000 unexpected. I was not expecting that revenue. I have my number. This was on top of that. So I went over $200,000 in sales for the year for my business, which was not on my radar. And I did, I did that by investing 18,000. Right. Right. Right? So it wasn't, it wasn't like I was hoarding the money (laughs) or saving it. I bet on me and 
and it worked because I believe in myself. So I, I feel at this point, I am my best investment. And even if that meant like stretching myself to make a payment, and it did, because remember, I only had $11,000 in the account. Right. Now, right. I, now I remember talking to me of like, well, I could do this and then I could do that and I can move that from here and this or that. And you know, yeah, it wasn't going to like, you weren't going to have to choose between paying your mortgage and paying that bill, but it was not like there was money just sitting over there without anything earmarked. <laughs> Correct. So I ended up signing two clients after that and that money came in and then I was able to pay all of it within a month. So there was there were no additional charges on that $18,000 and I'm actually really proud of that. I I would not have beat myself up if it did take me a couple months to pay that. Mm-hmm. Like that I don't see that yeah, That's as a, what you went into right, saying like hey, right. if it happens fine. Right. If it takes a couple of months, that's totally fine. Um, But I I was pretty, um, I am a bit of an overachiever. So I was pretty proud that I was able to do that. And and I've got to tell you, it's like everything just collided in my brain and my head exploded. (laughs) Because In a good way. In a good way, because I was like, what? It's just, it's working because I believe in me. So I was talking with someone about Elevate the other day and Elevate is... Fifteen hundred, fourteen ninety five for six months, and I said the only reason you hesitate is because you don't believe you'll make that money. If you mm-hmm. believed that you would make that money like straight away, a month or less into Elevate, and then everything else is bonus on top of that, if you believed in the next six months you'd make ten thousand dollars in your photography business, would that investment even matter? No, you of course you would make it. Like right. the it's like only- going to Vegas and knowing every right. quarter you and put knowing. in about seventy five cents, right? So I made this investment knowing and believing if you may, if you want to jump into Elevate and it's fourteen ninety, dollars if you were just like, yeah, I'm going to make that. I'm going to multiply it. I'm going to make five times that. And, it, and everything else on top of that is going to be compound interest. Uh-huh. It's going to just, I already feel, well, I have, but I felt really quickly that I had made back my $18,000. And then to me at this point, everything else is just like the happiest bonus surprise of compounding interest and compounding like effect on my thinking and where I'm heading. It's like, it's just led to explosive growth for me very quickly because of one bold, courageous move. I love it. I love it. Um, let's wrap this up. Can you go over those four questions? Yeah, I would love to. So when I'm making, when I'm considering making an investment, I ask myself, how will I grow as a person? What will I learn that I can share and teach? Essentially, I'm asking myself, how can I multiply this learning, not just for me, but for others? Number three, how can I apply this to elevate or my one-on-one clients? And number four, what will be the ripple impact of this investment, both on myself and those around me? I love that. I love that. And you can take that, you know, guys, if you're like, well, I'm not teaching somebody, but you can ask, you know, just move them a little bit towards towards your goals. And so again, what do you hope to learn? Like how is this going to impact your photography business? What is, you know, the impact going to be on those around me as well? And it's not just your family. I mean, it's going to be your clients. What's the impact on your clients that has an older dog that now that you are out there marketing, you're out there actually building your business, they knew about you and had their dog photographed and they have these images forever. Like, Talk about having a lasting impact. Um, And then same thing with you're making more money, you can support more charities. Like it goes on and on and on. So 
I, love I actually heard a really good quote about yeah. that recently. I, I hope I don't butcher it, but it was something like this. The world suffers to the degree with which you hold yourself back from producing your gift. The world I suffers. love that. So uh, to your point about the senior dogs is like you hold yourself back from your education and putting yourself out there for fear, whatever various reasons you have, which are valid. You just have to work through them. And then somebody doesn't get photos and then their dog passes away and it's like a missed opportunity. The world suffers to the degree with which you hold yourself back from producing your gift. I love that. I think that is a wrap right there. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Thank you for having uh, this conversation with us. I hope you guys found it enlightening and I hope you can find ways to apply it to your business. If you are looking for ways to grow your um, pet photography craft, master that craft, grow your business, check out the Academy. If you want to do all those things on steroids, check out Elevate, um, hairofthedogacademy.com slash academy or hairofthedogacademy.com slash elevate. When you join Elevate, you get complimentary access to all the Academy things. So anyway, um, let us know if you have any questions. Let us know what was the most impactful piece of this podcast for you. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This was episode number 177. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 177. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.